I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How's it, guys? We're at the home of the world champion, South Africa. We have left France. We're here at the Cape Town 7s for another episode of the box office. We've got three World Cup winners. Damien Willemsel has just done the double. Brian Banner, the top try scorer, and another one is right next to me, Sean de Villiers. Thank you very much, Shimmy. And as you are experiencing now here at the Cape Town 7s, Table Mountain, the beautiful sea, the beautiful DHL Stadium, and for you, the box office is now... Open! Open. <laughs> We're back here at the Cape Town Sevens. Uh, like I mentioned earlier on, we've got three World Cup winners. But we'll start with Brian Havana. Brian, you, you're pretty relieved. Since the World Cup, no one broke your record. Will Jordan was in the mix. <laughs> Damien Pinot. But actually, let's talk about the, the corporate train. How rich are you feeling now? But th- this, that wallet must be full. What colors? Oh, it's not gold like John's at. Um, <laughs> so there's a bit of offshore funds, Shimmy. Um, obviously, might have to do a, a FIA application um, to get some back into South Africa. Um, Euros, pounds, sterling, dollars, always good to have. But for me, it was really just about the enjoyment that I got to spend with my you friends. You look happy though. Shimmy, I mean, I didn't even charge you rent for when you started my place. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how well it went. So, what a, what a two-month period. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay, <laughs> this is, it's popping up quite a lot, the fact that I stayed in your apartment, which it was... Rent-free. Re- no, no, rent-free. Re- rent-free. Yeah, yeah. How long does it carry on for? Till the next World Cup? Well, till you, how do I pay back the debt? Well, till you need to just reciprocate. So, I, you don't know. I'm, it's been a month and a half. You haven't even offered a bri, a beer, nothing. Like, okay. Okay, I'll, Brian, I'll organize Brian, it. Hold Brian. on, John. Let me just John, get no, in. John, I will come in. I will come in here because he only spent two nights with you in your apartment, right? Mm-hmm. Was it two nights? Four nights. Okay. Four nights, rent-free. I spent six weeks with him. He did not pay for one dinner, not one drink, and certainly not for one Uber. And please do tell them why he's still banned from Uber. Okay, no, we'll get to that. By the way, guys, we've got... Um, uh, a guy that's struggling at the moment. Yeah. He's 20... Damon, how old are you? 24, 25? 25, years. Two World Cups. Tough, li- life is tough. He's got a gold watch, guys. By the way, he's got his Red Bull sponsor. Gold sunglasses. Gold sunglasses. But Damon, let's talk about the tattoo. Was that painful? Was it painful? You got two, obviously, the 2019, 23. Yeah. On your booty. Yeah, my booty. I don't know, I'm sure... 
I was there, but I wasn't there because I was <laughs> I was quite drunk. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. And the thing is, I I promised my grandma before she passed away. Grandma, there's two things I won't do. I'll never do in my life. I won't get a tattoo. I'm not gonna gamble. And I did both. Did you tell her you're gonna win two World Cups, though? Ah. Uh, <laughs> have you? Have you? John, no, let's talk about it. Hold on, John. Well, Jack, Jack Grealish. Who, who inspired the kit? Jack Grealish or Chiva Damani? This is an nah, important question. Actually. Um, you, you didn't shower for, well, you showered. I showered, You had yeah. the kit though for a couple yeah. of days or a long time. Yeah, uh, the first time I saw, you know, someone wear that was with Alex Good. When yeah, he, with I Saracens. think Saracens, Saracens. won the, the Gallagher, Champ- or the Champions, Premier Champions Cup. Champions yeah. Cup. Um, that's the first time I saw it. And then obviously, Achiever um, was my teammate. And then obviously, Jack Reelis was recently. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I just felt like I want to stay with my kid. There wasn't really something behind it. Or my, yeah. That's cool. John, your turn. No, oh, I'm sorry, I'm the Grinch. No. John, John, sorry. So I want to introduce <laughs> oh, you. By the way, he, oh, he yeah, kept Jim. interacting me. <laughs> That's John de Villiers in the house. Thank you. Sevens uh, specialist. School, yeah, Sevens. No, not specialist. You want you went Commonwealth Games. You Commonwealth Games. You got bronze. Tell bronze. us about the Fijian team. Actually, told us the other day. Can you I play against? Just ask Damien the question first. Okay. Okay. I'll give you. I want to know that obviously he's got the tattoos. The two tattoos now on your booty. Mm. Do you have to share your booty more recently or, or not? Mm, share it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to show it more? Uh, show no, it. no, 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 no. No. Okay, no, it's just random. Random. No, no, Damn it, no, no. The, the celebrations, what, what, mm. what was that like? Though? I mean, Japan, I think, I was what's called Brits, that was giving everyone sleeping pills or something after Japan, <laughs> or, or painkiller, whatever it was. Yeah. Now you look... <laughs> Do you have some insight there, bro? <laughs> what, what happened? What happened in Japan after the celebrations there? With you or? No, no, no. Look, you I'll, I'll tell you about my no, celebrations. I was with you celebrating. Remember? Yeah. Went to the went to the local pub. Our, yeah. our local. You yeah. can't remember that one, right? No, I remember that. The, the one, local, the one down the road in Rapongi. The way you, where you fell asleep. No, no, no. In Rapongi, where you fell asleep. Jet lag. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so remember, you'd been, you'd been in Japan for how long? For two months, right? Jet lag and the final week. I felt like I had jet lag when I came back from Japan. <laughs> Damien, sorry, France, the celebrations. Talk us through that. How good was that? Yeah, that was wild. It was epic. Um, obviously, final whistle blew. And I think it took about half an hour, 45 minutes for, for us to finish all the beers that was in the change room. And uh, I think someone went and get, uh, got some of the New Zealand's uh, beers. <laughs> well I really played. think I really think well uh, I think Charles or, or Zin went over to their change room and got some beers because we literally finished it all. And then yeah, we got back to the hotel and you know the boys just kept going till the, till early morning and till World Rugby Awards. And then obviously we came back home, Dubai, Joburg, and it didn't stop. Literally, we we had so much brandy. I think it's Eben's birthday as well and yeah. he oh, brought okay. over like the, one of those big brandies I think his, his brother brought it with um, <laughs> yeah so we literally we, we had a lot of brandies and it was a big but, but Damon is it, is it very and I mean Brian you can you can probably come in here because um, like in 07 I mean obviously I didn't play in the final yeah. and you know you were, uh, I was there part of the celebrations all of that but it's, it's kind of you know I think we experienced it back then you you work towards something, then eventually you get there. And the same for you guys. Obviously, you experienced it in 2019, and now you experience it again. But it's it's such a uh, it's relief more than anything else. Yeah. You know, you talk about the celebrations and all of that, but you guys were on quite a um, uh, not not a not a strict alcohol ban or anything like that. But you guys were 
hold him back on the on the dreams to be able to achieve something that's not been achieved before. And now you win it, you you get into it, and it's it's kind of just it's, yeah. it's kind of just exhale and 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 just yeah. take the load off a bit more than. Than just wanting to to, yeah. to drink Take the load of thing, off, eh? took a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, took a lot off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But 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 was that the feeling? Yeah, exactly. I think obviously for us, like we knew that there was going to be sacrifices to be made, um, and you know, obviously alcohol was one of the things that we yeah. said we were going to give up. And yeah, I think obviously it was beautiful celebrations, and you know, everyone enjoyed it. And yeah, it was it was epic celebrations. I said. Um, so yeah, I think for us. Obviously, you know, getting to that moment after the final like that, it's intense. Um, and I think everyone, as you said, was just really relieved. And, you know, it was... <laughs> they were just feels. relieved. Really, very relieved. <laughs> just quickly, I just flash back to 2007, the, the flight back from Paris to South Africa. It was debaucherous. I think there was a few things left. <laughs> inside um, our flight yeah. um, not physical things more liquid type stuff yeah. um, that had been inside certain things how bad was that flight over yeah our flight was actually not that bad I thought the boys were you know gonna be celebrating more than they did but everyone was quite did you calm. sleep did you sleep I slept yeah okay. I got some rest boring um, that's boring Sam the thing is like how old we, are you we were we weren't flying How in old the are you again? A330 yeah. 80. Um, we were flying in a quite small aircraft. Yeah, so a chartered flight. No, it's fine. Brian had an A330 by himself, by the way, <laughs> on the way to Paris and back, France and back. Yeah. Yeah. About my stories, yeah. Um, it's a quiet one. That's interesting. Yeah, huh? it was quiet, but we went hard on Dubai airports. Okay. Um, oh, like you say you, you went via? Right, went Dubai. 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 Sure. Yeah, yeah, but the boys behaved themselves. Which and I did you clear out the Emirates Lounge at Dubai Airport as yes. well? Yes, yes. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. <laughs> Guys, uh, keep on. We, we, we had the seven. Can we take the hat? Can I take my jersey off? It's very no, this one's, yeah. no, no, no. Keep the jersey, jersey, jersey. on. Take, no, I See, love the hat, though. I, I, keep I don't it need on. to lose weight. We'll keep... <laughs> The Guys, quick one. Please get the Just a quick exercise, Damon. Let's pick a... Seven's team with Springboks in at the moment. Current Springboks. Current Springboks. Okay. Including our current Blitzbox or just? Just from, from the 33-man squad. 33-man squad. That's a good one. You're definitely going to go. No, 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 so you start, start uh, the forward. Start the forward. Yeah, okay. forward. I'll, go, I'll go Kane and Moody. As a forward? Yeah. And Kwaha Smith. As a hooker? Y yes. Yep. And then I will go... Geoffrey! Oh, I mean, yeah. it was a phenomenal story, right? But you're putting Branas now... I, yeah, I wouldn't be able to... I'll have Damien at centre. No, Damien at centre. Yesterday's another stud. Can you scrum? Yeah, that's a great shot. That's can you scrum, Damien? No, 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 you, you no, don't no, want no. him in the scrum. No, you don't want okay. him in the scrum. But on a serious note, would Malcolm Marks be able to do sevens? I, I reckon Moose would be able to go. He'd be a... Because like, he's a case guy. No, because he's no. a okay, rugby asking, player. Okay, I'm asking. Okay, I'm any asking. Bosch, I remember, any Bosch guys in this? Not, not I, would, we, we I, just, I don't think that was right. <laughs> <laughs> he won't make it. Guys, who do you want to hood? I don't think Malcolm make it. Surely, surely okay. John Free. I'm trying to think. Um, Luis, Peter Steff? I'm going to take this off. Um, Jeez, Peter Steff. It's so tough. But also, if you have like, so I'll have Damien, and we're going to ask him now whether he's keen on maybe playing in the Olympics next year. Um, Kurt Lee. Definitely. Yeah. Cheslin. Yeah. Kanan's definitely. Kanan. 
Grant Williams. 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 Sweeper. 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 Who's the other prop there? Andre Esther is a great shot. Guys, after what he did in the in the Rugby World Cup, I reckon it's not a bad shot to get Franz Malaber in there just to go. Sean, your share price is just climbing. Yeah, I love just you for saying that. Just to kill us that right shoulder. I think it's quality. Sean, <laughs> you played sevens. Yeah. Brian, your sevens career. Let's talk about it. No, let's not talk about sevens. No, 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 let's talk about your sevens career. David, you play sevens? Uh, high school. Not, I didn't play. Yeah, okay. cool. You played junior Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Oh, wow. Junior Commonwealth Games. Brian, your sevens career. Let's talk about it. 12 years between caps. No, no, no. Should we get this? But you're busy. You're, you're busy. You're, you're busy. You know, try scoring records yeah. in between. Hundred percent. So yeah. I have to take my jersey. Okay, hundred percent. Okay, get ready for the monologue now. Okay, get ready let's go. For the okay, here we go. So made my sevens debut in Wellington, two thousand and four. Had a full seven minutes. Kicked the ball against Tonga. Paul True whipped me off the field. Uh, Daniel Demas literally went through his hands. Sat out for the rest of the tournament. Only seven minutes in Wellington, which was a phenomenal. Like, it was one of the best stops on the tour. Then went to Los Angeles, first ever time in the States. Yeah, I wasn't getting much um, ball or play. And uh, then it was on the bench against... In sevens? Europe, in sevens, yeah. I, How can you not get the ball in sevens? I wasn't in the, on the team sheet. Oh, okay, I was cool. sitting in the stands. I know what that feels like, don't worry. <laughs> thanks, 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 Ollie. Thanks, 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 Ollie. Um, and then, yeah, my... I, my first action coming onto the field as a replacement against Uruguay was to kick off, kick directly into touch. Um, from that ensuing free kick, high tackle, uh, yellow card. Now it was my 10 minutes of sevens done in 2004. Olympic selection now. Obviously, you are gunning for that. Sorry, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, you're I'm, I'm breaking yeah, it down. I'm, no, I'm breaking it. I thought we were building it. Like, we no, we we're building it. No, 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 hold on. Take you've changed so much that you had to be vulnerable amongst each other, guys. I can't take you seriously with your opponent. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then, um, you obviously wanted to go to the Olympics. I, I honestly, what, what did it mean to you to get, get to the Olympics as a seventh player? So, when Rusty and Neil actually... So, Rusty phoned me for the Commonwealth Games in 2014, which I unfortunately couldn't contractually do. And then Neil said, listen... Was uh, Toulon. Toulon, Murad Bujalal. Yeah. He said, no, 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 thank you. But and then break the bank. Well, to get sorry, to sorry, would have to break the bank out yeah, to yeah. get me back. And then I tried my best to make uh, 2016, got included in the squad, came back for the Vegas and Vancouver tournaments, which were absolutely brilliant. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. Myself, Quade Cooper, Sonny Bill Williams, Liam Messam at all sort of moved over from the 15s. Then, I mean, I love records. Um, yeah. My records in the sevens are that I am the player who took the longest between playing their first sevens tournament and registering their first try. Congrats. 12 well years done. later. No, well done. Damien, any thoughts of maybe uh, going back to France as a potential Olympian? Um, yeah, I mean, it's always on the cards. Uh, I would love to, obviously, play DuPont's in the Olympics. Doing it. Uh, Michael Hooper's doing it. Yeah. There's someone else. But yeah. You also yeah. need training, I think, as Brian said. Like, you need to spend some time, you know, on the field, training with the guys. This is a different sport, as I told John as well. Because yeah. what these guys are doing, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's epic. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely something that every rugby player uh, and kid dreams of. It's competing in the World Cup uh, or the Olympics and obviously to get a medal will be will be the cherry on the cake I think like if you if you take his skill set what he's what he's displayed in the 15s game you know um, obviously having played fly off center fullback um, with ball Wing, in with yeah. against Italy uh, yeah but yeah. but with, with, <laughs> ball in, with ball in hand exceptional 
Um, but defense, defensively so solid as well. And that's the thing about sevens rugby. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, you need to make is. your tackles one-on-one -on -one and you need to have the ability to beat the opposition one-on-one, -on -one, mm. but then also rucking. Rucking is also so important. Yeah. But if you look, I mean, the way that this like, steps, Ooh, you know, nice. his, his ability to beat players one-on-one -on -one is just exceptional, but then also defensively so solid. I mean, the, the hits we've seen today, some no, of the hits we've is, seen today. No, it's ridiculous. And, and that's what I that's what I enjoy from from Damien and and we we're not going to ask him the question but he he probably prefers playing at fifteen. No no I've, I've got a great got question. It. I've got a great. Question. I want him at twelve. No no I'm, I'm, okay I'll ask all three of you. So Jean, you were a school schoolboy prodigy. So were you? No not really. No yeah you were you were you were destined. I remember Jake White saying whatever happens Jean de Villiers has got to be in the team. Okay. You played wing. You played centre. You've you've covered fullbacks. Uh, you haven't played centre for the box yet. You've covered wing, you've covered utility. Brian, you started off at center. You got moved to wing. Was a scrum off. And you were scrum a scrum off. Tees. Now, how do you choose? Now, I'll ask you. Uh, sorry. The forwards know what they you want. You look very good with that. For the three of you guys, how do you choose what your favorite position is? Because, Brian, was scrum off your favorite position or did you see yourself playing scrum off, uh, sorry, wing for the Springboks? Damon, you know, you center at the moment for the Stormers, mm. fullback for the box. And you've covered fly off as a as a 19 year old john you played everywhere center you were the intercept okay. king at wing so were you so how and do you guys know okay so I'm, I'm i'm getting quite long-winded with this question yeah no how do you know which one is your best position or what is your best position i mean probably the position you've played in the most well brian uh, scored uh, quite a number of tries on the wings so <laughs> i'm very happy to say that i think Brian's best position this week. So can I also can I also just he can say also speak so, for himself. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will concur that my best position is wing. The fact that I only played one Test match at centre against Ireland, Ireland. against two thousand six. How did that go? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> I scored a try. I scored a try. Um, what a celebration <laughs> of the hundred year history of South What African a celebration! Rugby. But I can actually thank John because honestly and I say this with utmost respect as a centre I don't think I would have played as many test matches for South Africa and given the fact that we had Maurice Joubert David Barry Jean Jacques Ferry so I probably wouldn't so when Jean was playing on the wing for the box in 04 and he, both him and Brayton got injured at the same time I was actually covering centre that day the England game the England game 2004 yeah we were getting around cold we were getting and literally from that game on I'd been contracted to the Bulls to play centre but post that I never looked back so I'm I can't I never played more than one game at centre for so you're grateful for my injuries thank you very much but I want to share on that so so that game he makes his debut 2004 we played the whole game okay against World Cup winning England Strong team. I hardly up. do anything playing on the left wing. He comes on, replaces me. First time he catches the ball, or first time he gets try, the ball, yeah. scores Sports. a try. <laughs> 60 meters, 70 meters try. Yes, this is so well, thanks to Jacob. I called Twickenham against a very good England team. I can remember that. Thanks, Damien, you? I kind of knew. I kind of knew back then. I'll get to it. So there's obviously the fly off debate, Lebok versus Pollard that was mm. going on. And you were sort of there in terms of 10, but you, you've covered most positions outside yeah. of that. Yeah. Come three, four years time, where do you see yourself? Uh, probably fullback. Um, you like that? Yeah, I enjoy fullback. I mean, as you said, like I've played under 19 until first year of uh, professional rugby, uh, fly off, and then obviously recently I've been playing a bit more centre. 
But yeah, I think it's obviously a role that I've been doing with the Springboks, especially with Coach, Coach Shark and Coach Rossi wanting me to fulfill that role, almost like Franz Stein did for us in 2019. And it's been something that I've been enjoying, um, especially like learning new skill sets and working on my game in different areas. Uh, I think it's made me a, a better player and more all-round player. So when I do have to play on, on different places on the field, you know, I can execute a, cer a certain skill set. So yeah, I think it's something that I've really been enjoying over the past few years. And um, yeah, as I said, it's just makes, making me a better player. Do you, do you enjoy the space at 15? Because, I mean, to me, watching from the side, you're flipping good in being in the face of the de defense yeah. and then being able to manipulate, them, yeah. step, and beat them and get the offloads yeah. going. Whereas, um, so instinctively, when you're on that defensive line, I think you, you're incredible. Whereas at, when you're at fullback, sometimes you have more time on the ball. You, you actually need to think about it, yeah. what your decision is going to be, and then execute on it. Yeah. Do, do you feel the difference between the two? Do you, do you feel more comfortable with the one or the other? Yeah, or not I think really. obviously... Or you're just so good that at the age of 25, <laughs> you've won two World Cups. You, you just have to be in the team. Just do it doesn't matter. Do do I don't care. I'll just do anything. No, I'm enjoying the space at, at the back. Yeah. Obviously, when you are playing fly-off, you do spend a lot more time in the backfield. Um, but for me, just the, the game plan we play with the Springboks, even with the Stormers as well, you know, they allow, the coaches allow me to kind of play my game and, you know, make decisions on the run. And as you said, John, like, especially when I do get to defences and I can try and manipulate them or put the ball in space, uh, whether it's with the kick or... Or call the... Yeah, exactly. What was this? To yeah. Talk us through this. Yeah, that was a, that was a plan, obviously, a strategic plan that the coaching staff and... Were the forwards happy with you, though? Yeah, I think, I think the, 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 the biggest or the thing that made it work was obviously, like... I think the flow of the game, the time of the game, and you know the moment when it happened, like no one was expecting it because even the fours, they didn't know when we were gonna call it. We said we're gonna have like a, a, a time in the game where our fours were still fresh. Um, probably we were had the upper hand or we needed a, a big a big play. Um, so yeah, I think obviously the the play was called I think at the at the right time. Um, and then obviously the forwards, you know, they did their thing uh, and got us the so penalty. At, at, sorry, at okay. what point as that ball was coming, right? You and you knew the pressure, yeah, the tension, the tension within that moment. At what point when you sort of got that ball in the air coming towards you, did you say? Okay, they said to us at some point in the game, we now need to call a ruck. Yeah. The confidence level, was it sort of as the ball got kicked or was it sort of as you received it? Brian. You looked up. The walk also. He yeah. sort of called it, he's like, I've got this. And walked away. Man. 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 I'm man. Sort of, he dropped the ball and I walked away. I just did that. <laughs> it's gone. I just did that. No. At what point? So when, so so when that kick gone. went, right, did, were you thinking about, okay, let me catch it and then immediately, or as you caught it, you yeah. say, yeah, so I think I think they had a scrum, and then obviously they played the ball yeah. to Louis Bell, and then he kind of just got, uh, caught the ball and just whacked it, and then the ball was coming, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, now, 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 and then when I caught the ball, I was like, I don't know, I was just like, just do it, yeah, just do it, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, is this the right, is this the right time, you know, yeah. like. Am I making a mistake here by calling it now? But as I said, like I could also feel the flow of the game yeah. there, and it was on my mind. And we've been training it all week. Um, and as I said, it's been it's been a strategic plan from the coaches. And yeah, I mean, did, like, did you did you like walk off with a bit more swagger? Did you feel <laughs> like? you did? Yeah. You definitely did. did. No, you what, 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 what did the forward say to you? Because no. you can imagine. No. Can, the thing is, this guy calls a scrum. The forwards must be saying what? The? Yeah, the thing is, so uh, when I caught the ball. Um, 
and I put it down and then I was looking at them and I, I saw Franz and everyone. <laughs> so they were jogging back and then I called the scrum and then the ref was like, he was nodding me like that. like, yeah, are you sure? And I said, yeah, called the scrum, walked. And then, yeah, I was just like, okay, please, dear God, like, let's just... <laughs> but John, let's get the result, yeah. How many times have you... No, I've never we, seen that. We're, never we're seen in the commentary box. the first box ever. Yeah, the to first do, ever to, to do, do it. Ever. Brian took 12 years to score a try for the 70s. You're the first one to ever score. <laughs> no, we, we, I, I remember when that happened, me and Justin Marshall and commentary looked at each other. No, I did. And Marshall was like, um, there must be a rule we're missing here. But, but also, it's, I had it's like, no idea you could do that. To if, be you, if you think of the strategy of the game and also where, were the, where they were at and the, um, the, the game itself being very much possession based, you know, when the team gets the ball, they score mm. points kind of thing. So mm. it was the ebb and flow of that. So if you then take into account, okay, you could have caught the ball, called for the mark, kick it out, kick it long even, mm. but it's their line out in their half and they probably get back and they get into the opposition half. Yeah. When now you're backing your scrum, you're hoping that we can get dominance, we can get the penalty, yeah. and now suddenly we kick it out in their half and it's our line out. So the yeah. opportunity to score points is so much better yeah. and kind of no, that, that's how it happens. So from a, from a strategic point of view to, to do that, you know, and, and it was probably, you know, it, it, with all due respect, it was probably a bit of, okay, I'm just going, I'm going to do it and hoping for the best, mm. but it worked Perfect. To a T yeah. again, 100%. you know. So, so uh, I mean, respect for no, for the coaching team, for the yeah. players being able to implement, and for the rest of the team to execute on it and make it work. Because if we conceded a penalty, it's at yeah, scrum time, yeah, 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 we'll yeah. yeah, we the, we probably would have had someone else today. <laughs> <laughs> the, the coaching team, the the coaching team now. Obviously, a lot of genius involved in that. I mean, innovation. Rugby's been around for over two hundred years. What, what do they bring to the party? What, what have you picked up in terms of not, not just Rassi and Jacques, mm. but the whole setup as, as a whole? Yeah, yeah. I think obviously uh, they're incredibly hard workers. Um, they study the game um, and they come up with, with great plans and, you know, they bring it to us on Monday or Sunday. They'll post the, the stuff on Huddle and, you know, ask us to give input and feedback. And, you know, it's kind of like we're in the classroom and everyone, you know, has an opportunity to, you know, say whatever they want to say or come up with a plan and together we'll 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 come out on a plan you know so yeah it's um it's a very hard working um coaching staff and as i said like coach guys like coach felix you know they're just so open to any discussion and yeah as i said we, we all come up with a plan and make sure that we you know whatever we're going to do on the weekend is going to win the game for us for south africa so yeah but you guys had lights you had flipping it's it's the the innovate. Did you find any of it weird though? Yeah, I mean, like even John, you guys can come in, Brian. Did you, have you ever been in a coaching setup where you think, okay, not weird. Uh, obviously, it, it sounds innovative, but something you like, shucks, I never thought this, or I never thought yeah. we'd use things in a certain way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they are definitely out of the box, but it's like, geez, where, how, and it's like. I know, obviously, with Coach Rossi and them, they did that with the Cheetahs, like, way back. But then to bring it, like, 20 years after, and, you know, it's still successful. Um, yeah, it's, it's insane, to, just to think. But, like, but I think it's, it's not just that, right? So we talk about innovation, but it's also a form of manipulation. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you have lights, and now all of a sudden, the coaching staff in the opposition, the opposition team, yeah. I think, okay, they saw a red light for this. What are they doing? What are they doing? How are they doing? So you're almost putting a little bit of doubt in the opposition. So it's not just about the innovation. It's about how do you manipulate your strengths and weaknesses, and in so doing, give your team 
a stronger platform of which to perform, which I think is absolutely brilliant. And you know, there's maybe some stuff that you know Rassi did that maybe we don't all agree with, how he initially spoke to the referees, but then how he turned things around with the referees, and where maybe some decisions went for us in those knockout stages that potentially wouldn't have gone for us two years ago. So we talk about innovation, but we talk about using strategically your strengths and weaknesses, and where Rassi is incredibly good. You know, Damon talks about being an astute think of the game. Yeah. His effort behind the scenes is yeah. mind-blowingly. But uh, we, we mentioned, I think, one of the first podcasts, everyone talks about South Africa being physical, X, Y, Z, but did that underestimate us in terms of being South Africa ahead of the, ahead of the game and smarter than everyone else? Because the 7-1 the split, you look at the, the lights on the roof, the motivation, do people maybe underestimate us in terms of intelligence and strategy going into a game, which you've just basically spoken about? I, I think it, it's, you know, we speak about innovation being, uh, okay, having lights yeah. in the coach's box Giving, which you did 20 years ago. Giving a message yeah. to the players on the field and just not using audio to give yeah. a message across. Mm. So, you know, you yeah. speak for, for that as being innovative. And, and it's not really. I think what they, what they get right is the fact that they just don't accept the status quo. Yeah. And yeah. they're saying, this is what we have. These are the parameters that you need to function within to be able to get a result as a rugby team, but we're going to challenge it constantly. Yeah. We're going to stay within this framework, but we're going to challenge it constantly. And if a reserve bench needs to be 5-3, we're going to challenge that and say, well... Ask the right questions, yeah. You know, yeah. what is best yeah. for us? What do we have? And how can we use that, the framework that we have, to the best of our ability? And if that is putting more forwards on the bench, then we do that. So, yeah. you know... It's innovative, but it's also so basic. It's just yeah. accepting that okay, we're going to challenge constantly. And by doing that and then getting the buy-in from the whole team, I think that's where they get it right. Damien, you've got two World Cups. You realize that you could, you've got the potential. Now, now I don't want to touch wood, yeah, but you've got the potential to be the first player to reach three World Cups. Have you thought about that? <laughs> John Fouris said he's played till 42. <laughs> To get you to. I actually made a joke with Have yeah, you thought about that though? I mean, um, yeah, not really. I mean, obviously. Still a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the moment. Way, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I just need to stay fit and healthy and, you know, hope I get to the next one. I think we all have dreams and, I mean, for most of us on this side that are not young plugs, we, you know, we saw. We're still young, bro. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> we, you know, we saw 95 and we started dreaming. You know, you guys might have watched 2007. You actually weren't even initially in Japan, right? No. And all of a sudden, four years later, you're yeah. sitting with two. In your wildest dreams, given your background, given where you've come from, <laughs> like four years later, I just can you explain to people how wild those dreams are, yeah. but how incredible the feeling is that those wild dreams have been achieved? Yeah, I mean, everything is, as you said, Brian, like coming where I come from, background, um, opportunities that I got, um, and... Yeah, I think obviously for me personally, I think it's been a wild journey. Um, it's been something that I won't um, want to swap or even want to give back uh, for anything, you know, through the highs and the lows. Um, I think even like two years ago, like when I was going through a, like a massive dip in my game and trying to get things right and to, to get to where I am now. And as I said, like Coach Rossi and Coach Jacques and them just backing me, backing me to play three positions. And as I said, picking seven forwards and... 
then I'm the utility back. So if someone falls, then I have to recover. But yeah, I think just, you know, it's been um, a great journey and, you know, something I'm really grateful for. And, you know, I can just thank the people around me who's, who's helped me and, you know, um, get to where I am today. Can I, can I go a little bit deeper even? Um, so I, I read a thing the other day and, and it's like a guy, a motivational speaker and whatever, and he talks about any person in life to achieve something, you just, you just need one person to believe, believe in, in you. you. Yeah. Okay? So whatever you're uh, taking on, if you down in the dumps... Thank you very much. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. But 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 like so you know if you're there down in the dumps, if adversity strikes and you lying there and there's no one that helps you up or just tells you that it's possible to get up, then you know sometimes you, you'd never make it up. Um, in your career because also and, and, and that to me really is the phenomenal story about this Springbok team is that yes we hear see our stories so many times and, and that is an there's a lot of stories incredible story but there are so many there's a lot of stories and, in that and, team. and for you it, it's kind of the same as well you know you, you, you got opportunities and whatever if you had to and it's maybe an unfair question but is there someone that, that kind of provide an opportunity or that, that was that person for you you know maybe in your family or outside or not really yeah definitely there was a lot of people and I don't want to mention uh, names but obviously can for I me, mention a name <laughs> can we talk about your mother Charlotte <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what she does in terms of the kids yeah. feeding the kids in need at your, at your house and all that we saw when you went home you know, you know, I saw the picture with you and your mom there yeah. giving a hug. She was in tears though, but I mean... It's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, that's... I don't, I don't, put, I don't put you on the spot there, <laughs> yeah. Damien, but yeah, I the, sort of answered your question for you. Yeah, yeah, that was really special. Obviously, I think for my mom, especially for this, with this World Cup, I was much more involved than obviously in 2019. Um, when I when I when I went to the World Cup after Saracens, um, so yeah, I think my mom kind of you know saw the the full picture and you know obviously the sacrifices we said John earlier with not just the alcohol but you know getting your body prepared for a game, ice bath and you know going to bed late, studying, um, as is, drinking uh, your Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> but Damon's a rugby nerd. Like, he does <laughs> his, he does his recovery, his training properly. Yeah. Does, so I think obviously like it, yeah. when I got back home, I think my mom. You know, for her seeing me and you know um, seeing the medal and you know what it what it took, you know, to obviously to to to, to get to that result. Um, so yeah. Just on what John's talking about, remind me of your guys' high school record that you had. Your your group of players. How many games did you lose from under fourteen to the first team? Did you lose one? Um, that was junior school. Junior school. Yeah, that was the squirrels. That was yeah, the squirrels. The I squirrels? think it was hundred and hundred and six games played. Uh, Three drawn, one loss. Yes, but in the hundred and six games. Yeah. Because even high school, you didn't go to a traditional rugby school in high school. So <laughs> <laughs> here comes old Paul Jim. Here we go. <laughs> sorry, 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 Paul Jim. Remind him, sorry, remind him how many gummies Springboks Paul Jim has. Forty uh, one. I don't, I, no, no, Paul Rist, no, Paul Rist. Oh, so, so Squirrels, 106 played, yeah. three draws, one, one loss. loss yeah. what, what age is that, Damien? That was from under eight, under eight, yeah. Under eight, under so eight, under under 13. Yeah, under, under 13, eight, under 13. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And how many of those? How many times did you score? I don't know. But of that group, 
you're obviously without a doubt the most successful. But are there other players within there that potentially should have made it that you think, like you look back now, that group, like you think there's yeah, there's was there anyone better than you? <laughs> Ramon, your brother. I yeah. guess that's him. The Undertaker. The Undertaker. No, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talented players, but I think Brian and you guys will know as well um, what it takes to play pro and to get to this level is the things we spoke about earlier, is, you know, prepping your body and making sure, you know, all those, those small things. And I think, obviously, that's what separates an amateur player from a professional. Yeah. Um, it's not maybe the, the talent and Coach Rossi always says it you know um, it's not always the about hard work. The, you know the best player but it's getting the right people um, so yeah I think obviously the more you go into playing professional you know yeah. it's all about you know those small cool. small inches who was the loss? can you remember who the loss was against? the loss? the one, one loss no, no, the squirrels I don't, I don't remember the squirrels, I don't, the don't, don't you remember the loss? I remember that. It'd be interesting, like, interesting to know which yeah. team. It was uh, against Kyle Moore. It was Herschel Yank. Probably the whip all over the Guys, European rugby quickly. We have to touch on Champions Cup rugby. First priority for the Stormers. Obviously, Damien, you here, there's a big game. La Rochelle, yeah. the Champions Cup. No, wait, 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 wait. Leicester Tigers at Walford Road first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, you played for... <laughs> no, no, you didn't play. No, no, no. Leicester Tigers. No, no, like Look, minutes, the football like. team won the league when you were there, and that's yes. about it. Are you a Munster guy or a Leicester guy? Because I'm, I'm Guys, struggling. I'm what? Stormers. Okay, Stormers. And Leicester. Okay, and let's talk about Stormers. <laughs> Brian, are you a Stormer or a Bull? I'm a rugby sporter. <laughs> Rugby's the winner. But you're the man in Toulon, though. No. Anyway. Like he teed us up in some of the best restaurants, though, I must say. It was this. No, yeah, us in Toulon. And then it was closed. Exactly. No, no, that wasn't me. That was your okay, guy, Randy. Okay, okay. okay, quickly. Do you think South Africa should head up to the Six Nations? Is it worthwhile? Is it worth the debate? Do we stay down south, New Zealand, Australia, Argentina? Do we go up north? Because we're playing up north anyway with our club yeah. rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, w the thing there is we're giving our opinion in what we think is best for South Africa. Yeah. But do they want us there? I don't think That's so. That's another question you need to ask. You know, so... Sean, um, the Twickenham All Black game was yeah. a South African game. Yeah. So that's a Springbok. Yeah, a South African game. That's got nothing to do with Northern Ireland. It was a South African game. No, but, but what I'm saying is. But the six, supporters there. But Six Nations. Commercially, it makes what sense. it stands for. Yeah. The, the yeah. history of it. You know, you, you need to ask those questions as well. How does it influence the history of the game and all of that? So, um, look, I think we've got the best of both worlds currently where we're playing our club rugby in the Northern Hemisphere. We're playing our international rugby basically in the Southern Hemisphere, still in rugby championship. So you get the, the best of both worlds. If we were to move totally to the Northern Hemisphere, um, we've already seen the logistical uh, challenges with that. And I think we'll lose a big part of, of what South African rugby is all about because we play New Zealand so much, because we play Australia and Argentina so much. So from that point of view, moving away, that, that, that to me will be risky. But a lot of the decisions gets made on a financial basis and yeah. not really on the rugby as such, to be, yeah. to be brutally Can honest. Can I be controversial? It, I don't think we should move. I think, unfortunately, the Southern Hemisphere needs to... I think we need tours back. No, we don't need tours back. Um, okay. I think the Southern Hemisphere... <laughs> but you can okay, agree okay. to disagree, yeah? We do okay, agree tell disagree. me what you really think. No, okay. So, if we really want rugby to become a global game, I think the, when there is a global calendar coming in 2026, but it's not really a global calendar because we're still starting and stopping at a different time. Yeah. So, I think if we really want to become a global game, the season needs to start in September. The rugby championship needs to move to the 
Six Nations window. Feb, March, April. Yeah, that's April. true. That makes sense. Then it's a global calendar. Then it's a global calendar. Where, does Super, where does Super Rugby go then? Where does Heineken Cup and URC go? It's exactly no, the same thing, right? Super so Rugby needs to move. Super, so, it's all Super at the same time. Yeah. So Super, uh, is Super Rugby is slapping at the minute. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Did, did no, you just say that? No, no, I'm serious. You know, so I think, honestly, being controversial, if we really want rugby to become it's not this not really that It's a good solution. Yeah. I would say let's start. Let's all start in, because John talked about the financial impact. The money, as we've seen, is... No, but what you say, global season solves everything, but global season means everybody starts the yeah, same time. You can sit out of this one. These everybody, guys are going to go out for it. Everybody finishes at the same time. Because then even the Japanese guys don't need to take a sabbatical for the New Zealand, right? But then yeah. they must go for the whole time. <laughs> it's not sabbatical. So that, that would be my controversial. If we really, truly want a global season, everyone needs to then start in September. <coughs> Because also, John says we have the best of both worlds. These guys aren't getting any rest now. Yeah. Because they're literally going from Champions Cup, if they make it to the knockouts, URC, if they make it to the knockouts, into a Springbok you know, season, into rugby championships, and then... Then half, back into URC, half back into... Half 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 players are playing up north, right? Yeah, yeah. end of year tour. End yeah. of year tour. So it is. Uh, like, and it's not controversial. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, whoever is watching, we love the game of rugby. Yeah. But at this stage, especially from a South African point of view, we are burning our assets 100%. into the ground, especially those playing in South Africa. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that is the issue for Play us. Player welfare is the big thing. It is. You know? And mentally, so, can you do this for four or five and, years? And, and mentally, what you say, so physically, they probably can take it. And then eventually, okay, you get an injury, break down. But the mental aspect of it, you know, the, the whole... The whole Owen Farrell thing now as well, you know, the, 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 the mental aspect of, of uh, representing your country, the, the issues that goes with that, you know, the pressures yeah. that goes with that of having to perform, of the abuse you get when you do not so, uh, uh, perform or whatever, you know, that is huge. And I think we, we're at the start of that from a rugby uh, point of view in terms of mental health. But we need to look after these guys because we want the product to be good. And for the product to be good, you need your best players on the field more times than not. And my well, other shake-up, sorry, my other shake-up. I want to talk about good product no, 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 now. No, Rugby Pass TV, 20 seconds to register. <laughs> and it's free, by the way. Swipe it's up. free. You've no, got to swipe up. you got to swipe up. Chevy's registered because it's free. Chevy yeah. has because <laughs> it's free. My one thing about the global season and something, you know, we talk about attracting new fans on this global territory. Another thing I would change is I would have the Northern Hemisphere tour the southern hemisphere in november and the southern hemisphere to the northern hemisphere in july cool. summer i mean um, four degree yeah I'm, I'm, summer I'm, summer 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 right summer rugby right? you know that's okay, almost, okay, okay. That's okay. almost like, it up now. That's almost like having there. a sevens tournament in cape town in december i mean it's a party <laughs> atmosphere everyone's having a good time sunshine ready Good rugby, dry ball, lots of tries, big defense. Shimmy, I you want to finish up the stadium, but the yeah. box office <laughs> is at the Cape Town Sevens. Young money, Brian Abana. Young money, young money. Young money. Young money. <laughs> Everybody else's <laughs> money. Everybody else's money. Everybody else's money. Thanks, Brian. Thank you very thanks, much. Thanks, Amazing. Good to see you. Uh, Damien, I know you've had a long schedule, a heavy schedule. <laughs> Good to see you out here. Thanks for coming out to join us here on Thank the box office. Me. Thank you. JDV, partner. Shami. Yeah, hell of a job again. Yes, you're so good at I what see you do, right? You, I see you. Are you letting your hair grow now? Or what? <laughs> One cut, boy. <laughs> no, it's looking good. Thank you very much. Eh? Looking, no, I think you should let it go for December. The fro? 
Yeah, your hair. Bring it back. Yeah. I think you I should. I can't grow it anymore. I've got to shave my head. Yeah, Radiki and Sama, you should. Yeah, <laughs> please. I will, I'll, you, you, I'll let you exercise my Airbnb more for free if you yeah. go Radiki Sama. If it's Airbnb. No, no, hold on. Brian. Let's, let's get the facts right, yeah? Brian did it. Brian, Brian did it. I should show you the title deeds. This guy had a nice apartment. Damien, sorry, we're ignoring you at the moment. No, no. And these guys are talking amongst each other. It happens. At our age, you'll do the same. But amazing. Well done, you, you're, such, amazing. you're such a professional. Damien Earth, thank you very much. But I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. The Legend. first to three, maybe the first to four, actually, we'll be talking about Yo. this for long. Hey, maybe first to four. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, we, no, we no, mentioned no. it first on, on the box office. <laughs> but Damien, your program now, obviously back in training, back for the Stormers. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah, back into the swing of things. Um, next week, we got La Rochelle, obviously uh, rooting for the boys this week um, down at Walford Road, hoping they can um, do their best there and come back with a win. Um, and yeah, and then we roll into URC uh, with the Bulls and then the, sh uh, the Sharks at home on the 30th. So yeah, it's going to be epic. Uh, December, January, sell Sharks coming here. So we've got some, we've got some epic games coming. Here. Yeah. Is it true that um, Sia's um, sent a DM to Ronaldo to come for the Portugal game next year? Wow. He's bringing the trophy. He's, oh, he's taking your spot. <laughs> <laughs> he's bringing the trophy. And a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> yeah. Gucci. For no, it's Louis Vuitton. It's not Gucci. I know the difference. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch all the action from Box Office on Rugby Pass TV. Swipe up 20 seconds to join, and it's all free. The Box Office from Cape Town 7s is now closed. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, Have a Merry lovely Christmas, festive by the season. Way. Merry Christmas. Have love a good you. New Year's. We love you all. See you next year for the box office. Cheers. Cool. Thanks, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.